the long-term nursing home care owners who are taking advantage of the elderly then, and they're doing it now. And on the line to discuss all that, we have Jeff Kuzman of KG Laws, a good friend of WABC, and has always been available to me whenever it's a nursing home crisis, which unfortunately, Jeff, there seem to be a lot of them. They never seem to be resolved. Can you help me with this particular one in terms of what Tish James has said, that they stole $18 million of our tax dollars to care for these uh, residents in the long-term care facilities? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Curtis. Uh, good to speak with you. Yeah, so so she filed a lawsuit against one particular nursing home. But the funny thing is, is this is just the tip of the iceberg. What we're really showing is that this is the predominant business model of all these nursing homes. Uh, you know, the, the, these for-profit nursing homes, they take, they take all the Medicare and Medicaid dollars, and that's earmarked to care for residents, and they use these various different schemes, which we can discuss, to actually take that money as what they call upfront profits, and it's a big problem. Seems like a lot of these nursing homes now, I remember when I was a kid in the 60s, they were like family-owned operations now they're almost like an LLC, a consortium. There's like 12, 13, 14 owners. Boy, that must really have become a lucrative business. Yeah, there's, there's all shell companies and, and uh, uh, straw companies, and that's really what was at the center of this particular case. It was a family that owns a nursing home, and, uh, you know, it, it's a regulated industry. So, so the government's supposed to want to make sure that the money that's being, that's being funneled to these nursing homes goes towards adequate staffing, proper equipment, et cetera, et cetera. So by law, they actually they can't take uh, – they have to ask permission of the Department of Health if they're going to take out cash out of the business, which is greater than 3% of their annual revenue for patient care. So how do they get around that? Well, they, they, they put the property in a you know, family member's name, uh, and they pay the family member rent. And they create a management company that's owned by some family members, and then they pay a management fee, et cetera, et cetera. And they're funneling all of this Medicare and Medicaid money to the family. And, uh, and it's, a, it's a big problem because there's an, you know, there's an absolute correlation you can see it, and, and the Centers for uh, Medicare and Medicaid Services, they, they track this. There's an, there's an absolute correlation between staffing levels, appropriate staffing levels, and the quality of care. So if you're taking all the money and you're not hiring the nurses and the CNAs and the, and the, uh, and the appropriate staff, there is an absolute correlation to the, the appropriateness of the care that's going to these residents. Now, Jeff Kuzman of KG Law, uh, you remember in the lockdown and the pandemic of March of 2020, I was going out to a lot of these nursing homes, both throughout New York State and also throughout New Jersey. And although I was dealing specifically with the pandemic, I can't tell you how many of the families whose uh, elder family member was trapped in there at that time because they couldn't see them, they couldn't get out, uh, were telling me, Curtis... This is a problem, no doubt. But the bigger problem is all the money that they take in to care for the elderly and so much of it that never is used for the care of the elderly in a normal circumstance without the pandemic. Where are the checks and balances in Trenton? Where are the checks and balances in Albany or even with the federal government? Because 
It's our tax dollars. In this case, $18 million is not $180. It's not $18,000. That should have stood out. That should have raised uh, raised uh, all kinds of alarms and bells and whistles. But unfortunately, it takes so many residents to ultimately suffer and die and for there to be complaints and lawsuits to finally for someone to wake up and say, hey, there's a real problem at this nursing home. And then you have to go in and do the forensic uh, analysis and take a look and, 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 and dig and dig and dig and find out what's going on. But it's, it's a lot simpler than that. Really, quite frankly, the profit model for these nursing homes is to skimp as much as they can on patient care and maximize profit. And as long as you have that business model, residents are going to suffer. And it all came home to roost with COVID because that's where you really started to see it. Because when uh, COVID hit, these nursing homes were already understaffed. They didn't have the proper uh, protection equipment. They didn't have the appropriate quarantine facilities. They didn't have the uh, proper infection control protocols because they never spent the money. They put the money in their pocket instead. And that just compounded, compounded the devastation for the residents in these nursing homes. Now, I've had the benefit of uh, the identity as the guardian angel, the red beret, the red sateen jacket. And I have stopped at nursing homes in which I didn't know anybody in the nursing home. I didn't know any of the personnel or the owners or the operators. I'll just stop and walk in, and naturally people want to get into conversation with me. And then I tell a fib, a white lie, say, yeah, my Aunt Louise is on the fourth floor. Is it okay if I go visit? Oh, anything, Curtis. The higher you go in these nursing homes, Jeff, you walk into what I call Dante's Inferno. It's where <laughs> it's where the people have dementia and Alzheimer's, and they wheel them out yeah. into the hallway. They're like vegetables. Nobody's looking after them. Nobody's caring for them. And then at the end of the day, they wheel them back into their rooms. And you say, oh, my God, no wonder why they don't want anybody to come behind these doors. It is sure. It is inhumane. Well, you're, there, there's residents that are crying and calling out for help and, uh, you know, people that are be, being left in, in bed and lying in their own urine and feces for, for you know, hours and hours and hours on end. And all of that really comes from the fact that they're, they're not hiring enough staff. They're not using enough of the money that they're receiving from the government and earmarking that towards resident care. There's correlations, there's statistics that show that the, that the, uh, that the amount of staffing per – the amount of, of nursing care that's given to a patient per hour substantially raises the quality of care – obviously for these for these residents so it doesn't have to be this way if the if these nursing homes were adequately staffed you wouldn't see the misery that you're seeing in these in these nursing homes it's greed unfortunately that's causing all of the most vulnerable of our of our citizens to suffer like this now there are some of these facilities uh top shelf five star very well run but there's a lot yeah. that are not if there's anybody out there listening that is in that kind of a dilemma with their family members or even friends or people they know who had worked and then all of a sudden they either had an injury that debilitated them or this growing problem of dementia and Alzheimer's, which uh, incapacitates them, 
How could they get more information from you, Jeff? Because um, I, I'm limited in, in what I can do other than visit a place. But you, you're an expert. You deal with these matters uh, every day at KG Law. Sure, absolutely. Just just call me, um, and we'd be more than happy to talk to you, of course, you know, free consultation or, or what have you, or just give you information and try to, to guide you and help you. You could reach us at our office in the city. The telephone number is 212-227-2900, or you can reach out to us through the Internet on our website, which is uh, www.kglawteam.com. KGLawTeam.com, and I've worked with them for many years, ladies and gentlemen, going back to the pandemic and the lockdown. And I know there are so many of you out there, you you have these lingering questions, and I'm limited. I can visit a location. You can contact me, and I can pass it on to Jeff, and I'd be more than happy uh, to visit a facility because it's almost like I have an easy pass. But once I spot the problem, I really can't do anything about it other than shed light on it and then obviously pass it off to uh, the fine people at KG Law and Jeff Gusman so that they can give it personal attention. So you see, we're not just talking about this uh, lingering problem that goes back to Andrew Stein when he was an assemblyman and he conducted those hearings, but the same problems keep occurring again and again and again, and at least we're going to try to do something about those that exist now. 